All right, it is Tuesday night. I have a full stomach, and it's time for this week's new episode of Baby Steps. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Scott. Um, sincerely, I apologize um, for not getting an episode out Sunday or getting an episode out last night. Um, I've had some things going on. I'll talk a little bit about some. Won't talk about others. Like I said, <clears throat> I'll open up my life as much as I can, but I won't use real names. There's just some things I just will not talk about. But um, we'll start with the weekend. It was an Alexis weekend. It was great. Picked her up at 1.30, and we drove home. My dad was here. And, you know, we had a, we had a nice dinner Friday night. Um, we got my Acubo out and shot. Alexis loved it. So did my dad. It was Saturday morning. We woke up, got some breakfast with the Walmart. Originally, we were going to head out to Pella for the Pella Balloon Fest. But we went out there too early, so there wasn't anything going on. So my dad was just like, you know, let's let's just go into, into Pella and see what's going on. Sure enough, boom, car show. Same car show we went to last year. And we had another blast. I think I took 36 pictures. Alexis took 189. <clears throat> so we had a really good time, the three of us. And then we... We had some more lunch, and me and Alexis drank the exclusive uh, Darkberry Blast Mountain Dew that you only get at Applebee's. And then we went out and we shot our bows, and it was just a, a really good weekend. Um, and then on Sunday, my dad had to leave early. Um, me and Lex went to church. Um, I gave the tithe message this week, and it, it's amazing what God can do. Because the week before, in my head, before the end of that service, I already had the message ready to go. And then Saturday morning, I got up at 6 o'clock for everybody and decided not to go back to sleep. <clears throat> Going through YouTube, and I had watched the first... Uh, uh, there's a church called Life Church. I think it's out of North Carolina. <clears throat> but seven years ago, they had a three-part sermon series called Dangerous Prayers. And a couple weeks ago, I watched the first video called Break Me. And I watched that one because uh, our interim pastor at church, Pastor Carey, had given a sermon and, and used the phrase break me and that sort of thing. It was really good. But I didn't think anything else of it. <clears throat> so then I I'm going through YouTube on Saturday morning and there's another one it's Dangerous Prayers Send Me and I listened to the sermon it's like God opened my eyes to the message that you have is okay but I got something better for you. And I got... I, I, I 
completely changed the whole message. <clears throat> and I went there on, on Sunday. And the fr this is the third time I've done it. The first two times, <clears throat> I was nervous. I was shaking while I was standing up there. And I was sweating really bad. The first time, I sweated completely through my shirt. <clears throat> the second time, I... I, I sweated pretty bad, but not as bad as the first time. But this past Sunday, I was calm. And I spoke with authority. <clears throat> and even though I was nervous and everything the first couple times, even this, it's felt like home being up there. It just felt right. It felt natural. It felt like I was meant to do that. <clears throat> and Bill, who's part of our, our board at church, um, he, he gave the message on, on Sunday. came up to me and I think I shocked him. I, he kind of shocked me when he said this. <clears throat> but I think my response shocked him too. He goes, so what are we going to get you up there to, to, to preach? And I, I looked at him with a big smile on my face. I said, you tell me. Let me know whenever <clears throat> whenever you want me to. I, I am ready, willing, and able. And he asked me, goes, you ever given a sermon before? I go, no, but I'm pretty sure I could, I could figure it out. That sermon that I listened to on Saturday morning sent me just changed everything. Because it's so true. <coughs> and part of my message and part of that message was when we are prompted by God to do something, there are three responses. You can respond like Jonah did when God called him to go to Nineveh and basically tell God, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go. You'd be like Moses when he was called to go talk to Pharaoh, let my people go. And Moses said, well, who am I? Basically telling God, send somebody else. Or you can be like Isaiah, <clears throat> where he where he hears the voice of God and God asking, who shall we send Who's going to go for us? And, and Isaiah says, send me. And the pastor that, that preached that sermon, he said, it's a very dangerous prayer to pray to God to send you, because he will. And he will send you to places that you would have never thought, and maybe you don't want to go to. <clears throat> but that's where I'm at. Send me. Will send me up to to maybe give a sermon at some point on a Sunday? Absolutely. Want to send me here? Want to send me there? Yeah. Now, I had mentioned this. I, I had taken two classes through the Iowa School of Ministry. Um, I've missed the last couple. Um... <clears throat> I think it's like the last three. Um, I just won't lie. I'll just come out. Um, 
I couldn't afford them. Couldn't afford to go. And then the third one <clears throat> was the same weekend that I promised Lex I was going to take her to Comic-Con. So I'm sure a lot of you could say, well, gee, Scott, if that's what you're meant to do, that's what you're saying you're meant to do, and those are the classes you need to take to get to that, well, why didn't you find another way? Or why did you skip one? To... And I understand all of that. But I made a promise to Alexis... And I also don't like to break my promises to her. <clears throat> but anyway, um, it just, Sunday just reignited that fuel of, you know, I need to get back into those classes. Because it, this has been going on over the last, for a while now, that what initially was, was, a, was a pull into ministry. now being a pull into being a pastor so I <coughs> on Monday at work <coughs> excuse me so we were job shadowing which for us is because most of our phone team works from home is me sitting at a computer listening to someone take phone calls and watch them on the screen so kind of boring stuff so I, I i i saw that i had an email from the iowa school ministry the class for this next class is still open to register so immediately i started trying to crunch all the numbers and try to figure how am I going to get the money to do this? And I won't lie to you. The numbers weren't adding up. And I became very frustrated, very upset, and very sad. Because at that point, I kind of realized that, and I've said this before, I said this during the Bible study that I was leading, I'm now chasing a dream that I didn't know I had. But this is different. Like I've said before, my first dreams as a kid were to be a professional athlete. But those weren't realistic dreams. Those weren't God dreams. Not to mention the sheer fact that genetically I was not built to put forth the effort and the strain on my body that's required to do that. And how do I know that? Because I got two bad knees and two bad ankles and my body is a mess for what I put myself through to try to get there. Then my next dream was radio. But it wasn't God's plan. And as much as I tried to tell people and tell myself that I loved it, I really didn't. 
I did it because it was something I was really good at and I figured it was going to get me the fame and the notoriety that I, that I needed. And it made me miserable. But ever since I started going to New Journey, everything that I've done, all the reading, all the studying, all the, the two classes, everything, I've enjoyed every minute of it. I genuinely enjoy and love doing it. And that's the difference when I say this is now a dream that I didn't know I had. Because all of those years before, I was chasing what I wasn't supposed to have. Now, I do believe that God put me into radio to prepare me. To give me skills for what I'm going to need later on. So I got very sad... Because I looked at it, again, I wanted to be a pro athlete. That was my first dream. Well, what held me back? Wasn't built for it. I have, I had, and I had physical limitations. I can understand that. In radio, it wasn't God's will for that, and it made me miserable. <laughs> I can understand that. But yesterday afternoon, when I realized I, it was going to be very difficult for me to try to do these classes because of money, well, that I don't understand. I sure seriously say, well, get another job. Do this, do that. I understand that. But, but my point is, is that the other two dreams, they were clear cut. You don't have the genetics to be a pro athlete, Scott. Okay, understand. You never really liked radio. Completely understand that. <clears throat> but my thinking at that point is... It's I, it's not because I'm not smart enough. It's not because... It, it's only because I don't have enough money to do it. So I got home Monday night. Thought a lot about it. Crunched some numbers and talk to some people and there's a possibility that I can that I can maybe take the class so I went on the website and I'm like okay I'm going to look at all the classes that I need to take kind of put together a road map of what classes how long it's going to take and all that sort of stuff and as I was going through obviously with this you're, you're going because there's three there's three paths. Once you pass the first path, you get a certificate. The second you get licensed, and the third you're ordained. And they're going through their bylaws and rules of what the potential candidates for credentials need and and that sort of thing. I understood everything. And then there was a section on divorce. And it said that there is... And maybe I shouldn't be airing this out. Maybe I shouldn't. But I'm going to be real with you. And it said there's a possibility of someone to be disqualified 
from obtaining credentials if they've been divorced. Well, I've been divorced once, remarried. I have not lived with my second wife for two years, but we haven't done the divorce process. It's taken me a long time to get my life around. So now at that point, now I'm really trying to understand. So the first obstacle is money. I'm like, okay, but, but I might be able to figure this out. But now the second obstacle could potentially be of stuff from my past. So I've, I've contacted the Iowa, School, the Iowa Ministry Network, Iowa School of Ministry... Um, I, I messaged one person that I know, um, and then there was an email for a credential board. I messaged them. I also messaged the secretary who's in charge of sending out the emails, notifying about the classes. I messaged her. I heard back from her today. Because at this point today, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm upset because it's just like, I... I know. I, it, I, okay, I got divorced. I'm not legally divorced from my second wife, but we're pretty much divorced. There's no way that's ever getting... There's, there's no reconciliation of that. And it just made me think, after all of this... Because this is what I said yesterday... And I've never said this about anything. I never said this about radio. I never said this about sports. I never said... Because as much as I wanted those dreams, there were still some things that I were not willing to sacrifice. And I'm upset yesterday. I go... I don't care if I ever shoot at an archery tournament ever again. I don't care if I ever shoot my bow again. I don't care. I like video games. I don't care if I ever get another video game or ever play another video game again. I will give up whatever I have to give up in order to make this happen. And I don't know if this if this whole divorce thing is maybe a sign from God that maybe this isn't the path I'm supposed to be going. I don't know. But sure enough, while I was driving to work this morning, and, and, and I'm sorry, I probably approached this the wrong way, but I said, if this, if this is some sort of sign or some sort of test, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not backing down from this. probably wrong for me to say that but to go from being super excited to yeah I need to get back into this to get this rolling to money is going to stop me from it to well it might not be money now it's because of my past So where I'm at right now is is that I'm trying to set up a meeting with the secretary of of this 
They want to ask me some questions about the relationships, and they want to ask me what my plans are, and that sort of thing. I'm trying to get that done this week as soon as possible so that I can I can get registered for the class so I can get my book and study because the, the class and the test is August the 12th. So don't have a lot of time. Because I don't want to be cramped too close to where I'm reading three or four hours a night. Even though if I have to, I'm going to do it. If I get my if I have to get my book the day before the class, you better believe I'm going to read and study it and do everything that I can to pass it. I don't care. Because my whole life has been chasing things that didn't matter. Chasing things that were not my purpose, were not my meaning to be on this earth. And now that I've seen a glimpse of this is what it will be or what it can be, I don't want to let it go. I've also talked to Pastor Dave about it. He seems to be he seems to be pretty positive that it's it's not going to be an issue. I'm going to be eligible to get to be credentialed. But I just have to talk to him. But I know I did tell him I go, "Well, if this is a door closed, I'll find another door. And I think that's what I want you to take out of this. Again, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm not... There's a lot of people that are going through some things. Personally, I know someone that is. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to say any more. I know several people that are going through some rough stuff right now. Don't give up. I tried to give up 13 months ago. When I thought about killing myself again. But I didn't give up. And look at what I've been able to do in 13 months. It may not seem like a lot, but I went from wanting to die to having a purpose in life. To having something that I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice whatever it takes So that's what I'm working on. It's a non-Alexis weekend, but I have a I have a birthday party to go to on Saturday, and I plan on spending the rest of my free time either 
out at the uh, outdoor range shooting or the indoor range shooting. Um, there's a tournament on Sunday, but I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm running our stream at church, so I can't go before church. And by the time church is out, there really isn't going to be enough time for me to get out there to do it. So it's fine. It gives me three extra weeks to practice for the one at the end of the month. So I'm okay with it. Making sure that our service is being streamed to people online that can't make it to church or, or don't live in Knoxville is more important than an archery competition for me. It's just who I am now. A few years ago, I'm probably going to the archery tournament. But not anymore. quote I used in my tithe message and I'll leave you with this and I'll leave you with the same question I left the tithe message too but the quote is the true Christian is not one that lives the life that they don't want to the true Christian is the one that has their want to change and that's what has happened with me my want to has completely changed and I'll leave you this week with the same question I asked uh, the congregation on Sunday. Where is your want to at? Are you Jonah? I'm not going, God. I don't want to do that. Are you Moses? Well, who am I, God? Send somebody else. Or are you Isaiah? Send me. I'll do it. Send me. And also, no matter what you're going through, don't give up. Because if you don't give up, you're going to get through it. And when you come out on the other side, you're going to be better. You're going to be stronger and a different person than what you were when you started it. So I appreciate it again. I sincerely apologize um, for not getting this out sooner. Um, it was just, I wasn't in the right frame of mind probably to do it last night. With everything that was going on, and I ha like I said, I have some other stuff in my life that are that's going on that I just I cannot talk about on here. Um, I hope you understand that I'm not trying to I, I'm not trying to um, hide anything from you, but there are just some things in my life I can't talk about. Um, it, it's, it's not involving me. It's involving someone that I know. And to save their... To keep their privacy, I won't bring up anymore. But I appreciate everyone listening. Um, 
as I mentioned last week, um, this show is on seven or eight different platforms, so every week it averages over two or over 2,500 listens every week between all the platforms. But the original platform that this was launched on, it was called Anchor, which is now called Spotify for Podcasters. And I mentioned last week, we're close to 1,000 all-time listens of this show. Well, we're inching closer. We're at 822. So we are 178 listens away from it. So I'm going to give you two challenges. The first one, tell everyone you can to go to Spotify for podcasters and look up Baby Steps and listen to it off of that app. Let's get this to 1,000. Let's celebrate that accomplishment. And also, I mentioned a lot about Lex, and I love that girl to death. She is so awesome. She has a YouTube channel called Angel Lex. She puts out very good videos for an 11-year-old that does all the filming and editing off of her phone. She doesn't have she doesn't have equipment, she doesn't have cameras, she doesn't have a computer with editing software. She does it all off of her phone. And her stuff is very good. I'm I'm on her YouTube page right now just looking through. I mean 888 views, 552, 6300. Um I, she's got one on here, a very old one that has over 10,000 views. Um, my second challenge... So she's at 155 subscribers to her channel. Now, it doesn't cost anything to subscribe to a YouTube channel. So my second challenge for you is to go to YouTube, look up Angel Lex, and subscribe to her channel. Let's see if by Sunday night, when I when I record the new episode, and it will be done on Sunday night, unless something really bizarre happens, let's see if we can get Lex to 200 subscribers. So that's my challenge for you, is to listen to Baby Steps on Spotify for Podcasters, or you could just put in anchor.fm and it'll take you there. Let's try to get this to a thousand by Sunday, or at worst, the next Sunday. But let's truly let's let's truly try to get Lex to two hundred subscribers on her YouTube channel. Again, it's youtube.com and you look at you look up for Angel Lex. Thank you everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you again.